Unlimited is a weekly relationships podcast that focuses on how to develop, improve, and sustain thriving marriages. Our goal is to help you establish strong relationships with yourself and with those around you. I invite you today to adventure on the beauty of relationships, the joy of discovering your potentials, as well as those of your spouse. Hi, I'm Helen, Certified Master Life Coach and Certified Relationships Coach, and I'm all about relationships. Welcome to Love Unlimited. Hello and welcome to another episode of Love Unlimited with Helen. Today we are going to talk about emotional stuff and we shall look at telltale signs of emotional abuse in marriage. Most people tend to think that conflict is marriage is normal and that when your spouse dominates over you or abuses you, that is okay. While disagreements can be serious and sometimes detrimental to a relationship, they are not the norm. Abuse comes when one spouse tries to take an upper hand over the other spouse using either verbal, nonverbal, sexual, or any other form of torture. It could be withdrawal, denial, or overdue abuse of it. So we'll look at how emotional abuse can be detected in marriage. And this is something to look at very seriously because these are always telltale signs of a failing relationship. They could start even during dating times and they go on to become more rampant in marriage. The first one is control. When your partner seems to be very controlling about your private life, your friends, your finances, your career, your routines, when your spouse wants to know where you're going, how long you'll take with your friends, who you will be meeting, what you will be talking about, wanting to become sort of a private bodyguard or investigator of sorts, that is the first sign of abuse. And if it happens, that is very unhealthy for your relationship and you should seek counseling as soon as is possible. The second one is silent treatment, which most people like to call stonewalling. When you are in a disagreement, one spouse decides not to continue further with the talk and decides to do that by not answering your questions, not talking to you, giving you a silent treatment, not talking when you ask questions, they're not answered. That's called stonewalling. When someone is doing that, they're trying to get an upper hand over you by not talking, by not engaging you, by not discussing with you what is supposed to be discussed. And in line with that, there's another one that's very, very common. This is yelling. There are couples who like engaging in shouting matches. They like competing against each other. Sometimes they go to endless vulgarities and insults and disrespectful words. That is a kind of emotional abuse. And even if it is completed by people hugging and kissing and making up, that is wrong. Because if you respect your spouse, you should not be engaging in competitive shouting matches only to make up, kiss and make up. 
that is wrong. You wouldn't do that with any other person that you respect. So it should not happen in marriage, especially if you respect and love each other. The third one is blame game. Anytime you say something is wrong, the blame is settled on you. The the person will just tell you, oh, you see, I'm drinking, I'm getting drunk because when I come home, you're yelling at me, you are disrespecting me. So the easiest way to get out of this is to drink or I come home late because every time I come home, there's a lot of work for me to be to do. You don't give me time to rest. You don't talk to me or you don't give me the attention I deserve. So I'd rather stay out with friends and come home late or I'm not budgeting with you because every time I budget with you, you always violate and break the rules. Therefore, I will not be budgeting with you. I'll spend money whichever way I want. So those are kinds of blame games that come in relationships and they are a sign of emotional abuse. The other one is threats, people threatening each other. If you don't do this, I'll do this. If you do this, I'll do that. You try and see what I can do. Just try it. Don't push me. I can do it. And you know, those talks go further and further into the rabbit hole of disgrace, disrespect, violence. And sometimes they even go as far as even becoming unfaithful to your spouse because anytime you issue a threat, the other person is emotionally scarred. These are things we should avoid in marriage because emotional abuse is most rampant in marriages today. And that is one of the reasons why separation and divorces are at an all-time high. Couples are scoring poorly in emotional intelligence, either in terms of honesty, dishonesty, or abuse or just withholding or giving too much of something else. And the most of it, the bottom line, and I will say this is the bottom line of emotional abuse, lack of respect for self and lack of respect for the spouse. If you respect yourself enough, you would not be lying you would not be withholding truths. You would not be yelling. You would not be emotionally abusing your spouse if you respect yourself. And if you respect the spouse, your other partner, you would not be aiming to do negative things at them. Because if you respect them, you treat them as if they are important to you as if they are of important value to you, as if they are an element that is very important in your life as you go on. So these are things that if they are noted or noticed, it's important to address them as soon as they come up. The other one is what I call judgment, wanton judgment, telling your spouse how bad he is at something, how much he sucks at something, or she sucks at something, how much she's not good at this, and you compare her or him with other people. Judgmental. Becoming judgmental with your spouse is the fastest way, the fastest way to kill their self-esteem. Avoid comparing your spouse with other people, other friends, other couples, because what they're doing in their places, you have no clue. 
you are only seeing what you see outside. Maybe in their home they also have their own struggles. Or maybe they have higher advantage or better advantage than you. You shouldn't judge your spouse by comparing him or her with other people. If anything, work at your own deficiencies together so that you can improve and be better day by day. And there is no measuring cylinder or a tape measure. There's no no such thing as ideal couple or the best couple, the role model couple. Every one of them has their own conflicts, their own challenges, their own skeletons in the closet that they will never let you know. But they want you to see that everything is good and you take that bait and start using it to blame your spouse or to judge your spouse. The other one is emotional isolation. This happens when your spouse is denying you emotional connection for whatever reason. They don't want display of affection. They don't want to be touched. They don't want to be kissed. They don't want to emotionally connect with you and they become averse. They might even connect with you sexually just for the satisfaction of the, of the desire, but there is no emotional oneness. They deny you that affection because they think you don't deserve it. And that causes the other spouse to become alienated, to feel lonely. And in the end, you know what would happen? They will go look for another emotional comfort somewhere. It could be in a drug, in a drink, in another habit, which may not necessarily be a good one. So my advice to spouses, to couples, anytime you detect any of these emotional abuse indicators, talk it out as soon as is possible. And if it's not working, look for a marital coach, a counselor or a therapist to help you work through your own challenges and deficiencies and avoid blaming each other because usually for every action, there's a reaction. Maybe your spouse is responding to a certain stimulus that you set or you sent to him or her. Maybe your spouse is reacting the way he or she is reacting to protect himself or herself from further abuse from you. But you don't see it that way. You see like you are the one being abused in this case. So sometimes it's not that your spouse is the bad one. It could be you triggered it. It's important to talk and find out the root cause. And the sooner you do it, the better. That is if your marriage is important to you. If you don't do that, we have a saying in my culture that if you don't fix a crack in a wall, you will build a new wall. So seal the wall, fill that crack, patch it up, mend those broken bones before you demolish what took you so long to build. This program is sponsored by Text to Tango, How to Enjoy Lifelong Marriage. It's a book I wrote about relationships, how to communicate, about enjoying marriage until death do you part. You can get a copy of this book on www.guruhelen.com or amazon.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Love Unlimited with Helen. You can also follow me on Twitter at guruhelen.com. 
connect with me. Let's share. Let's grow each other's relationship and become one big happy family. And until next week, this is Helen signing out. Peace and love to you all.